talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder is underwritten by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa, cindyschulte.com, and Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. Good morning, everybody, and thank you so much for joining us today here at the Catholic Women Now Coffee Table. I'm Julie Nelson. And I'm Chris McGruder. Good morning, and how are you doing this morning? Um, All the graduation stuff going on? There's lots of graduation stuff going on. It's wonderful, and we want to say God bless all our graduates that are graduating this year, this spring, and uh, wish them well, and we're praying for you in your next endeavors as you take this next step. the journey forward. The journey forward. Well, we have a jam-packed show today, so we are probably just going to kind of get right into this. Let's go. Let's start with prayer. Okay. Name the Father and the Son and the Holy Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit to thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, on the docket today, we have Brad Hahn from Solidary Health Shares. He's going to just share a little brief update here about what's going on with uh, the health sharing program. And then we have Maggie DeWitty, who's going to be joining us for the most of the show. giving us an update on this backstory of the heartbeat bill passage. So it's great stuff. It's so interesting. It is. You know, there's always stuff that goes on behind the scenes that we don't see or know about or maybe read about. So Maggie's been walking through this for several years, and so she's got a lot of wealth and knowledge. And I think some things that will surprise people to hear, too. Yes, and tell us about the uh, celebration coming up for the Mary Walk. That's yes. going to be happening next month we're or next ha- week. Yeah, me. next Thursday, a week from today, May 31st, we're having, a, it's the feast day of the visitation, and we're going to be having a mass at 6 p.m. at St. Augustine's Adoration Chapel, celebrated by Monsignor Beeson, and a dinner to follow with awards for those who completed the 80 miles from Mary's house to Elizabeth's house and during the walk. Need, people People do need to sign up, though, for the dinner. They need to RSVP at iowacatholicradio.com. Go to the events page and just click on the little, on the left-hand column there, there is a place to RSVP. So we can plan and make sure we have enough Do food. I need to RSVP? Uh, yeah, you do. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm worried well, about I'm you. Well, I'm RSVPing right now. Okay, good. <laughs> Because <laughs> I always forget for the ladies' luncheon. So now yeah, I do because <laughs> seeing those numbers kind of psychs oh, you up. Helps you. Yeah. That helps you. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. a psychological thing. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well, we need to say also thank you to one of our favorite sponsors, Cindy Schulte of Farm Bureau Financial Services. Thank you, Cindy, for underwriting Catholic Women Now. Cindy Listeners is an authorized independent agent. She and her team provide health care and shop insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. She does a great job of making insurance simple for us, especially right now when health insurance is not an easy thing. Um, So let her help you through any of your stages of life so she can help protect what matters most to you. Cindy is on the web at cindyschulte.com or 515-226-2111. Wonderful. Well, we're going to welcome in today Brad Hahn. He's been on our show before. He was on the show on October 19th talking about Solidarity Health Share. So you can go back and archive that podcast if you'd like to listen to the full story. He is a deeply committed Catholic who helped found Solidarity Health Share as a means for Catholic Americans to have an ethical and affordable way to pay for medical care costs. Bradley is a Phoenix-based attorney who regularly consults on end-of-life issues as they relate to Catholic social doctrines. He's a speaker and speaks on these issues throughout the country, and he's a member of the Arizona State Bar, the Canon Law Society of America, and the Catholic Medical Association. And he is an allied attorney for the Alliance Defending Freedom. And on top of that, he's a husband and a father of two. <laughs> yes, yes, busy, busy, busy. Yes, wow. 
So just a brief recap about what is Solidary Health Share. It's, um, it's a cost savings health sharing whereby members contribute and everyone's monthly share is placed in their share box right. until it is matched to another member's eligible bills. When a member visits a doctor, the doctor submits the bill to Solidarity Health Share. Then Solidarity Health Show then processes the bill for discounts and sharing eligibility. Members contribute from their share box to their secure online share box account, and Solidarity Health Share pays the shareable amount of medical bills to their health care providers. And they negotiate prices, too. Right. Yeah. They, they do mm-hmm. the negotiation. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Brad, welcome back to Catholic Women Now. Yes, thank you, Julie and Chris. Hope everything is well for you. It yeah. is. So uh, give us a brief update. What's the latest now with uh, this Solidary Health Sharing Program? Any news? Yeah, yeah. the, the response we've been getting is, uh, is incredible. So, you know, we've really only ha- launched this program about a year and a half ago publicly, and we already have over uh, 4,000 families and 10,000 souls that are on the program right now. You know, and I was just looking at some numbers, and, and so far this year, we've shared in almost uh, uh, $5 million worth of eligible medical expenses so far. Wow. That's wonderful. Wow. So tell us, okay, one thing Julie and I were talking about yesterday is we really need to define what it means to have some, the shareable amount. What is that? Yeah, what we do is we've uh, we've looked at some of the numbers, and we thought that a, a shareable amount, and like my family, we contribute $449 per month. And we're responsible for our first uh, $1,500 of annual out-of-pocket medical expenses. And then anything above that, then, is, is fully eligible for sharing, as long as it's eligible for sharing pursuant to our member guidelines. And what that means, per- eligible pursuant to our member guidelines, is solidarity, of course, will not pay anything that we find morally objectionable as Catholics, you know, contraception, sterilization, gender reassignment surgeries, and abortion, the like. So that's how we can be a true uh, pro-life, pro-conscience solution for Christians. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's great. Yep. That's great. Well, it's wonderful to hear the success that this program is having and that more people are coming on board with it. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been a true blessing and I'm I'm really uh, I'll just tell you too is uh, we've been getting tremendous amounts of positive pressure from business owners now. And so I have a, a couple dioceses that have approached us that want to offer solidarity to their uh, to their employers and to their employees, and then now that comes into a bigger maze. So I've been back to Washington, D.C. almost every week, every month, uh, once a week every month now, just to try to fight for conscious protection for business owners because, you know, we had that individual mandate in place that says everybody must, you know, you know buy insurance or pay, pay a fine, and then that forced us to violate our conscience and pay for things we find morally objectionable. And on the employer side, it's the same thing. We have employers that have over 50 employees, they're forced to provide minimum essential coverage, which includes preventative services like contraception, sterilization, and such. And so we're, uh, we're, I think we have a pretty good solution we're going to roll out here in about the next month or two. I'm just uh, you know, crossing, crossing the T's and dotting the I's with my lawyers now before we officially launch it. Wow, that's, that's wonderful. Exciting. Well, you know, we um, wanted to say thank you so much for committing to this and and, and bringing this to this the Catholic social teaching what to a great option. to to me, to a um, operable system here. And again, for those who are listening, it's Solidarity Health Share, and it's Brad Hahn that we've been visiting with. Brad, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to spend a few minutes with us this morning to share the updates with what's going on in the healthcare field here. Oh, you're welcome, and I please uh, encourage your prayers to all our listeners for Solidarity so we can continue fighting for conscious protection in health care. Amen. Amen. All Thank right. You. Thank you. God Keep bless, up the good Brad. fight. Yes, God bless. 
Oh, wow. This ties right in with our next guest, yeah, Maggie no DeWitty. She joins us here in studio. Maggie DeWitty is the executive director of Iowans for Life. Maggie, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I'm I, so happy to be here. I, I was thinking about you today, and I was thinking, like, hey, we got this wonderful leader, woman leader on the show yeah, with us and today. And why hasn't she been on our show yet? I don't know, Chris. But, but, you know. You're making up for it now. We, we are. are. Well, there's some wonderful, incredible news going on, as if anybody has been living on a rock may not have heard, but... You know, Iowa just passed this heartbeat bill, which is the most yeah. pro-life legislation in the country. If getting a state. lot of national and international yes, attention. Yes, yes, you've been getting a lot of interviews. You were just interviewed by the Guardian out of United Kingdom, Britain. So yes. it's mm-hmm. making play. So, Maggie, we want to know. We always like to know what what happened to that made this now come to fruition? What's gone behind to make this possible? Sure. Well, you know, I I would start with last session, last legislative session. That was when um, the various pro-life community came together and we formed the Coalition of Pro-Life Leaders. And that was nine groups that started. And and that was pretty historic in and of itself, um, because oftentimes we don't see that unity within pro-life communities. And so we all came together and um, just worked in unity, and that first session we're able to pass the twenty week bill and so that was that was the first kind of restriction on abortion in our state that we'd had and so that went through one part of the bill that didn't go through was the seventy two hour waiting period, which unfortunately that would have saved a lot of lives and that's going through the court system now, and we're actually hoping that we'll have um some decisions on that coming up. So that's what started the ball rolling last session. And then this session, we, of course, our gold standard is always life at fertilization or life at conception. And we ran with that, but found there wasn't the momentum, unfortunately. And so we shifted gears, um, and we were also getting a lot of support and feedback from Congressman Steve King, who was running the federal heartbeat bill. He's a staunch defender of life, isn't he? He is. Yeah. He mm-hmm. is very pro-life. I mean, definitely, we are, we are blessed to have him mm-hmm. for that issue. Mm-hmm. And so he was running the federal bill and um, spoke with our local legislators here, and um, Senator Brad Zahn. Um, took it up and ran it on the Senate side, passed out with flying colors. And then we got a little hold up on the House side and we're, you know, really feeling like this might not go forward as we were looming towards the end of session and thinking, wow, this is going to be a big disappointment if we can't get this through. And so prayers were answered in that the House took it up. One piece of it, though, we were not real thrilled about was that the House had put some exceptions into the bill Mm -hmm. for rape, incest, and fetal abnormality, Mm -hmm. which we as a coalition did not support. I mean, we are 100% pro-life, and of course, Iowans for Life follows the teachings of the Catholic Church, and so those exceptions were, were definitely not something we wanted. However, we did see the value in still trying to push forward um, knowing the lives that could be saved. And so um, we supported the, the House in pushing it forward, and it was a long and <laughs> painful debate as we mm. sat in the gallery. Yeah. You were there a long time mm-hmm. until wee hours in the morning. It was. Yeah. The, the debate started at 1 o'clock that afternoon. 
and they finally passed it at about, I think it was 11.30 that night. The the Senate, because the bill was different, because there was exceptions, it had to go back over to the Senate side. And so the Senate was waiting in the wings, brought it back over there, and about 2.30 that morning, the Senate signed off, and it was brought over to Governor Reynolds. And then a few days later, she signed this historic bill into law. Wow. You know, and I loved what she said when she signed the bill. She said, you know, this is a heartbeat. How can we stop a heartbeat? How, that's life. Right. And I think that's what makes this so tangible for people. Exactly. It's very hard to hear that heartbeat and not understand and realize very clearly that that is a living human being that deserves protection. And you know what's so powerful to me is that the timing of Branstead not being here and that we have a woman governor right now making that call. Oh, absolutely. And we had some great, great leader in both the Senate and the House in women. We had Senator Amy Sinclair. We had Shannon Lundgren. We had these strong women, Sandy Salmon, that were standing up and supporting. And that was so important to see because oftentimes the pro-life community is seen as anti-woman right. and mm-hmm. war on woman. And to know that it was women that were leading this. It was women that were well, leading the charge on this. So, there's so much evidence that abortion actually is harmful to women. And, you know, that's an ignorance that we need to erase. We need to, you know, educate better. Well, I just think it kind of goes back to Pope Francis, who's kind of in, expanding uh, St. John Paul's t- teachings on women. Women have this great beauty in our, who we are to transform society. And it's, you're seeing mm-hmm. this. You're mm-hmm. seeing yeah. this, how beautiful that is. Yeah. You know, Maggie, um, one thing I've noticed is kind of watching this, too, is that this coalition, which is something new, has really made a big, huge impact on, on the, the, the momentum that this has had in the last two sessions. Tell us a little bit about the coalition and how that came to be. Yeah, so, you know, we had a change in leadership at one of the organizations, and um uh, Scott Valencia came on board at Iowa Right to Life, and he started getting together with the various pro-life uh, groups across the state. And, you know, we all had the same goal. We really did, to save lives and to end abortion. But we all had maybe slightly different strategies to mm-hmm. achieve those goals. And also, as, as anybody who works in nonprofit knows, you get in your own little your own little niche and your own little thing and you just go with what you're doing and it's hard to kind of branch out and see beyond your own organization to see what's happening and it wasn't a bad thing it was just that was there's lots of work to do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so people are just kind of set in in their network and you know we all looked at it and realized you know we're we're going to win if we can join forces Mm -hmm. I mean the other side is so clearly together I mean Planned Parenthood is solid they get their marching orders go they're they're all together solid and then we were fragmented on the other side so what the coalition did was come together and say we all have the same goal we're going to work together we're going to respect each other but also we really got to know one another Mm -hmm. and that was such a key is because it's 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 a situation where if you have something to say to somebody, you can talk to them because you knew them now. Mm-hmm. And before you, you kind of knew them from afar, but not in the way that we got to know each other in the trenches of trying to get the 20 week and the heartbeat bill passed. And now all of these, all of these groups are not necessarily Catholic. 
Exactly. Yeah, we're the only one that follows the teachings of the Catholic Church. Um, many others are either secular or evangelical or Christian-based or Lutheran. Um, so all different kinds of denominations are coming together in this coalition. That's awesome. That's mm-hmm. wonderful. And I think it's so beautiful because now the strategies are all the same. I mean, you all, like you yes. said, you were all pro-life, yes. but you have a more unified strategy because as you meet with people, the legislatures, then the strategy is clear to them because they'd meet with one group over here and one group over there. And it was like, okay, which way do we go here? Right. And, and do you find that what I'm wondering is they really do follow a lot of the Catholic teachings in their, um, in their fight for this? You mean on the legislative level? No, I actually I'm thinking of all of the other pro-life groups in the coalition. Oh, because they are they're absolutely yes. they're yes. they're 100 percent pro-life. We're all on board with mm-hmm. that, no exceptions. Very good. Yeah, exactly. Very good. So now uh, there's a, the the big um, a lot of um, pushback that you get is well you're just pro-life but you're not pro-birth mm-hmm. and um, and I think now as more pro-life legislation is in place we're going to need to be supportive of that birth mom. And support her through her pregnancy, support her after her pregnancy. So how do you respond to that to people? Boy, that is such a common, um, common statement that people make. And it's, it's, it's just clearly out of ignorance. Because if anybody has any inkling of the pro-life community, they know how strong the support is for women who parent their children or place their children for adoption. And those crisis pregnancy centers and adoption programs are part of our coalition and supporting members as well. We have so much support out there in these crisis pregnancy centers. They are definitely at the at the plain level of Planned Parenthood in that they're providing so many of the exact same services except the abortion, but they also are going to continue to help that woman. You know, they're going to provide her with counseling, with financial assistance, with support, uh, post-abortive help if she has had past abortion. I mean, the services go on and on and on for these women. And you're talking about after the baby's born. After. Not just, oh, not yeah. just after. Her, after the baby has exactly. been born. Well, you know, intervisions, I mean, at the banquet last year, they're talking about how they, they found a van for somebody who needed mm-hmm. a van, it's, mm-hmm. you know, right down to that. Exactly. Yes. They they are doing so much, and people don't understand that when a, when a woman goes into one of these centers and she is pregnant, she is going to get support through her decision, and even if she makes an abortion decision, if she comes back and says, I need help, they are still going to help her, Uh and they're going to offer her counseling and support to kind of work through her grief of her abortion decision. Unconditional love Mm. is what they're Right. If you just joined us, this is Catholic Women Now, and we're speaking with Maggie DeWitty, the Executive Director of Iowans for Life, about the recent heartbeat bill passage and um, other pro-life areas that speak into that, that feed into this. Yeah, you know, I have a couple questions just about, I know that it can't be easy to be in the trenches. I mean, you know, we kind of stay here and we say our prayers for you guys and, you know, make donations. But the people that are really in the trenches working in the senators and all of you pro-life workers. Out there in the public life. Right. Mm -hmm. Tell us, tell us what that's like, Maggie. You know, it it has been difficult. And the more, the more pro-life legislation we push, the more desperate the other side gets. And we saw that with the signage in some of the things that the Planned Parenthood and pro-abortion crowd were bringing. We're just so 
vulgar and hateful. And it was just sad to see that. Um, but then it's definitely come out to the, the senators and legislators. One of the things that we encouraged at Iowans for Life was for people to reach out and thank our legislators for the work they did because they were getting hate mail. They were getting death threats. They were getting very nasty things coming at them, including myself. You know, I had some nasty things on Facebook and some nasty phone calls. And, you know, you think that you can handle that. And then when it happens, it, you know, it really does affect you. Well, and you're feeling vulnerable because you have a family, right? you know, and, yes. all this and stuff mm-hmm. too. So, well, Maggie, we have a, um, we want, we have a kind of little surprise for you today. We Ooh. have this text line, 515-223-1150. And we thought it'd be wonderful if we could provide a spiritual bouquet from our listeners to all those Aww. such as you working in the pro-life movement. So we're asking you listeners today to text 515-223 and provide something for us, uh, spiritual bouquet it can be offering a mass it can be a, da- a rosary uh, even a novena it can be that dirty diaper that you just changed while you're listening to the show <laughs> yeah, text, just, us, text us just, and let us know you know you know what julie you said two two three and you didn't finish it so i'm going to finish it for you thank you two two three one one five zero again that's five one five two two three one one five zero, and we actually already have a couple texts coming in. Yes, saying so. some very supportive Praying, things yes, so, for you. Yeah, so we'll compile compile all those and send them to you, and you oh, can share that them is with so all of nice. us. So we're giving you. We want to offer you this bouquet <laughs> to know that you know, you know, like like Chris said earlier. You know, there's a lot of us out here. We just need to make it known to mm-hmm. you to mm-hmm. to all those right. in the public sector. Working. I'm sure you feel very alone at times, especially when you're getting things in the mail that are scary. You know, that are threatening. You know, uh, that's so true. I mean, this this is this is such a stressful and hard um because you're going up against the culture and most definitely it's such a spiritual battle. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I so appreciate what you're doing right now because it is spiritual. And I find, you know, we're we're just attacked all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll be we have something going on and all of a sudden something will happen with somebody in their family or something personal will happen or something else that will distract you. And that's not just me. That's, you know, all of the members of the coalition constantly under attack. Mm-hmm. So so what? Um, where do you go to find that um, renewal, that strength? How do you how do, you do this? Well, um, adoration. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. You know, I mean, that, that has got to be the center is, is Christ. Um, I just love my little Magnificat. I, I read that as much as I can, and I find so much. You know, there's sometimes where I'll read the commentary mm-hmm. that day, and I, oh, I've, I've ripped out so many of those because I feel like they speak to me in such a way. Um, so it's that, and then it's just, you know, seeing my family. And mm-hmm. especially when something happens and I see my kids' reaction you know, little Abigail, who who is nine, you know, when I said, oh, the heartbeat bill passed, and she said, so you outlawed abortion? Yes. <laughs> well, not quite. We're well, getting there. We, I just want to, I'm sorry to interrupt, but we're getting a ton of texts I know, here. they're just oh, kind of coming someone in. Is, someone said, I'm offering my rosary right now for you. And there were someone two. Someone's offer two. of a, a prayer and adoration chapel. So, oh, wonderful. Thank you. Thank just keep you. them coming, and you can still continue to send after we're off the air, too, but the text line is open, and that's 515 515- yes. 
323-1150 to send a, a, a prayer for a spiritual bouquet that we're yeah. going to present to Maggie and all her cohorts who are working for Aww. the public life for uh, pro-life. Maggie, one more thing I was going to, I wanted to follow up with you is where does the bill stand now going forward? Because there sure. is an injunction, isn't there? Right there is. Point? So right now there is a court hearing on June 1st, so coming up very quickly. And um, so Planned Parenthood announced their lawsuit last week, and the ACLU and the Emma Goldman Clinic all combined to form their lawsuit. And so they got a court hearing for June 1st to try to enjoin the law from not being pushed forward in Ju- on July 1st, as it should should um, when it passed. So that's going forward right now on June 1st. And so we're sort of, uh, you know, praying about that day. And, you know, miracles can happen, and we hope that... Oh. Sure, we've, we've got to have that trust yeah. of victory. Yes. We've, we've yes. got to claim victory and not not let the other side take even our minds in a direction that mm-hmm. they don't belong. That right. is so true. And Our Lady of Victory, I mean, throughout Amen. the history. I want to share a few more that are coming in because I think Aww. this is great. We so appreciate you and your team. Adoration prayers for many continued blessings. I will pray for you, Maggie, and your family on my next visit to Adoration. Hugs to you, Maggie. Oh, yeah. And many, other other rosaries are being offered. Many today prayers as well. being said for Maggie and all the frontline workers. You are such an inspiration to all of us. Thank you for all you do. Oh, we're gonna make her gosh, cry. I am I'm gonna cry. cry. I'm tearing up here. <laughs> I'm thinking Julie's over here oh about to cry. I, I do get teary eyed with this pro life <laughs> yes, things. I do. Yes. It just really. Yeah, tugs at your heart. Tugs at my heart. Yeah, Tony's trying to send us. He's trying to send a case. You're going to have to bring it around the screen, there, Tony. Oh, this is beautiful. Thank you, listeners. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. If you could see Maggie's expression right now, she is just so overwhelmed by this, and it's wonderful. So, so anyway, thank you. Thank you. Keep them coming. Well, and thank you to Fred J. Haas Law Offices, PC. He is an experienced Iowa attorney of 35 years of legal experience. He is a personal injury workers' comp medical malpractice lawyer, and he is an experienced negotiator, trial lawyer of over 30 years now. I I think I have 29 years, but we've had this in front of us for several years, so it's probably (laughs) 32 or so, would you say? Yeah. Yeah, he understands people and who have suffered a personal injury um, that often deal with significant pain and suffering. And he's he will come to your house if you can't get to him. So he's yeah. he understands it all. And clients um, will be informed of their status of their case very quickly when when need be. So if you need an attorney who um, can help you and who has great integrity, Fred Haas is the one. And you can reach him at freddhaasaa.com or 515-256-6301. And again, we want to thank you, Maggie, for being on the show with us today and coming yeah. into studio and keep up that good work. Well, thank Amen. You so thank much. you so much I for appreciate being with both us. of you. Yes. So we close with prayer? Yes. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. This is from Pope St. John Paul II oh, um, from go. his Gospel of Life. My buddy. Mm-hmm. Yes. O Mary, bright dawn of the new world, mother of the living, to you do we entrust the cause of life. Look down, O mother, upon the vast number of babies not allowed to be born, of the poor whose lives are made difficult, of men and women who are victims of brutal violence, of the elderly and the sick killed by indifference, or out our misguided mercy. Grant that all who believe in your Son may proclaim the gospel of life with honesty and love to the people of our time. In Jesus' holy name, we pray. Amen. 
Well, that wraps up another show of Catholic Women Now here from the Mercy Live Up studio. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. And please consider to support this mission. We are here because of you and for you. So please consider my donation online. The Iowa Catholic Radio Rosary is next. Now go do impossible things with God. Talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder is underwritten by Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. And Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. CindySchulte.com. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder every Thursday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. On the radio voice for Catholic Women Now. 11.50 a.m., 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. And on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Iowa Catholic Radio. Catholic Radio.